Welcome to Motherhood on Tap, the podcast for mamas who laugh their way through the struggles of parenting. I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pamela Walker-Dees. Hi, Mama! Hi! You're getting so cute and so preggers! I am, I have swallowed the largest pumpkin you'll have ever seen. The State Fair prize-winning watermelon. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm like eight days away from giving birth, y'all. So, hey! And before anybody's listening going, oh my god, she's so awesome. Like, nothing's happening. There's no contractions. There's no dropping. There's no no fit for alarm. Just lots of carpal tunnel. Lots of feet tingling. Yeah. Sciatic nerve running up my back. Mm Mm-hmm. Lots, yeah, fun stuff. Lots of kicking. Yes. Now we've gone from like full kicking to like these big rolls mm-hmm. where I'm trying to like fall asleep or just, you know, sit up in bed and watch TV. And it's like the gigantic bulge goes from one end to the other. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to eat a snack, but she likes to, for some reason, when I eat or something, she likes to cozy up to my stomach. I don't know if she thinks it's, like, it's coming. Mm, there are new, nice, warm, or nice, cold things coming down. <laughs> like, mommy's having a sugary treat. Yum, yum. I'm just realizing this is probably the last episode we're going to record before you give birth. Probably. Mm-hmm. No offense. I don't think I'm going to be here next month. <laughs> I'm not the top priority for next week, as I should not be i will be packing and making dump dinners for my poor husband Mm -hmm. and probably crying out of just sheer nerves and exhaustion yeah and everybody keeps saying you got this it's your third one i mean you already know i'm like each kid is different (laughs) and each time you add a human well, it's I mean, a big change. Anytime you add a living creature to your family, it's a big change. But a human is even bigger. So uh-huh. it's just... And we were spending this past weekend getting the final preparations done. And a part of me kind of hoped that doing all of that housework stuff mm-hmm. would at least get her to drop. Yeah. No. Just to hanging out. She's she's loving the diaphragm. <laughs> And I'm sitting, She's just holding on to the rib cage and don't yeah. want to let go. And I'm, I'm also like, I read online something about man spreading. Apparently, when you sit wide legged like this, I saw that too. I forget how I stumbled onto it. And I was, I was like, well, I guess I am man spreading now. Hopefully, it doesn't offend anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you one of those big yoga balls, and you can just man spread and bounce on it all day. Boom, boom, boing, boing, boing. Just like gravity help out. <laughs> that probably would help, but yeah. I mean, not that I want to spontaneously go into labor. I just would like to get some breathing room. I just wanted to drop a little. Just mm-hmm. to, your just poor little, little torso has been been taken up with extra space for quite a while now. Yeah, if you think about it, for like the last seven on and off the last seven years, my poor little torso has mm-hmm. had a living creature in it, growing and expanding. My poor ribs hurt. Oh, poor thing. I'm gonna need some new bras after this. Because I'm one of those people I refuse to buy bigger bra. Because, like, nothing happens with my boobs. I've explained that. Mm-hmm. So, they're still the same size. Sorry, mm-hmm. people. Um, this is why I don't... I'm not nursing. But I don't go and get a bigger band uh-huh. because it gets on my nerves because it's either too big, it's too loose. Mm-hmm. I can't find it comfortable. So, I just kind of stretch the crap out of this one yeah. and then get a new one. Bra shopping is the worst because even if I know that all my current bras 
fit terribly. I feel like anything I go and spend money on is going to fit equally as terribly, but just in a different way. And also, even though I'm not nursing, I spend like the next two weeks in a those little bralette mm-hmm. sports bra camisole looking things. Oh yeah, yeah, girl. Oh yeah, got the double bra right now. Oh yeah. Actually, I know they're not a spot. I wish we could get a sponsor, but I, I I cashed in on one of our podcast advertisers of Third Love. Nice, and that actually worked. And I'm mm-hmm. actually wearing it, and it doesn't slip. It doesn't. Pinch. I've heard a lot about them, and, and I, I was wondering if if they live up to the hype. The cost equals like the expensive department stores, but it's nice, and like the guarantee is if you wear it after. A month or two and you don't like it, mm-hmm. wash it and send it back and they donate it to a women's shelter. I That's mean, awesome. So, if you want to sponsor us. Hi! I did try your product. Colorado at our boobies. And they even have nursing bras on there. So, yes. just thought I'd mention it. Whew. Girl. Yes. What yummy things are we drinking this week? We went back to slushies. Slushies! I messaged Pamela earlier today and I was like, can we get slushies again? Because it's really hot outside, and I want a treat. And I was like, yes, of mm-hmm. course. Oh, that's good. What flavor did you get this time? Watermelon. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to be adventurous, but I'm like, mm, Pamela's picking sweet. it up for me, so I'm just going to go with blue raspberry again. I am a little curious at the sheets. They have French vanilla, like, latte slushy, and then they had a marshmallow flavor. Mm-hmm. Sort of like I didn't taste frappuccino it. kind of texture. Yeah, but I don't know if... But the marshmallow was different. Like, it was in its own slushy. Yeah. I just... I don't know. I don't run in and go, I want a marshmallow flush. Mm-hmm. Might be I a gotta little. have marshmallow fluff right now. I mean, I like marshmallows. I just don't know how I like it in a slushy. Deep Spine freeze. There. Spine freeze! And brain freeze. Everything is freezing. Oh, poor Aurora got a brain freeze at Dairy Queen last week because she was eating a vanilla ice cream cone. And she, like, puts the cone down. I'm like, are you okay? She, yeah. And she's blinking. I'm like, here, honey, drink a little bit of your fruit punch. That'll that'll warm up your mouth. You mm-hmm. stop the brain freeze. And she took a sip and she's like, oh. oh. I was like, brain freeze, sweetie. And she's like, whew. That bad. This girl is so bad. I mean, she didn't really make a face. She was just kind of like stoic and blinking, like stunned. Why does it feel like that? What is happening? To I think me? that was that was the first time I actually seen her whole, eat a whole cone of ice cream. Uh-huh. So I think that was her first experience of brain freeze. Yes. So we are going to enjoy a slushies. Yes. So much. Lady, do we have crap from the internet? I do. Um, two things that I found absolutely interesting. And it's sort of a nod to our topic this week. Mm-hmm. So everybody, uh, I don't have mine on right now just because of the carpal tunnel and tons of swelling. Mm-hmm. But I love my Fitbit watch. And most people have that or Apple or whatever. She's got her Fitbit I've on. I've got mine on right now. Well, I found an article that said fitness trackers are still good for your health, but the 10 thousand step goal might be a little overblown really okay just a little bit and i trimmed this down because a lot of it was like backstory with interviews of the people based that that contributed to the study uh-huh 
But according to a recent Harvard University study that was published in the JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. Fancy. It concluded that older women only needed about 4,400 steps per day to help lower their mortality rate. By older, they mean 32 and older, right? Well, I think it was like 50 and older, but we'll get to our age. Damn it. (laughs) With more steps per day, mortality rates decreased before leveling off at 7,500 steps. So, like, after you reach the 7,500 mark, Mm -hmm. it leveled out, and it really didn't make any much of a difference. Gotcha. So, in other words, we may be taking 2,500 or 2,500 steps more than necessary. Which I'm guessing that those steps aren't bad for you, but don't. But for the people who like stress out about getting ten thousand yes, or bust, it's about the people that stressed out about it. And mm-hmm. they had um, an epidemiologist that was a part of the study was explaining that no one size fits all for a person. Right. But overall, don't you don't have to like kill yourself to make that ten thousand yeah, because mark because the I forget like the Fitbit addiction or whatever that. Yes. That buzzword is. It is. It, it's a real thing and for some people. Th- they discuss some of that in here, but one thing she wanted to mention was that no matter how many steps you take, just wearing and using a fitness tractor. tracker. I want a fitness me. tractor. Tractor. Tracker. Use my tractor. I'm sorry. I actually hate that song. I don't know why that came out. I love to hate it. It's awesome. Um, but it's beneficial to not only your health, but quality of life. Because, you know, it's putting more emphasis on taking care of yourself. Yeah. Makes you more aware of stuff. Uh, but some things. people kind of go over the top and, like, post their stats online. If you didn't wear your Fitbit, it didn't happen kind of stuff. Yeah. So they they have a couple of examples. Like, there's a vegan fitness buff who posted a video about logging 50,000 steps a day for five days. Aware, oh, God, your face. Yeah, the warehouse stalker what? who said he slogged 20,000 steps a day on the job. And there's also the guy who credits his Fitbit for helping him slim his 40-inch waist to a svelte 34 inches. When we go to Disney World and are walking around all day, that's usually a 20,000-step day yes. for me. When we went to Dollywood, my... And, like, up in Pigeon Forge, and we were just walking all the time. Mm-hmm. My Fitbit was buzzing like crazy. I was like, what is it? Like, what email or something's coming through? And mm-hmm. it's like, you reached your goal. I'm like, oh, I don't even, I haven't even set anything on that sucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've barely, I've just got the clock. I got I'm a like, few I things. forgot what this feels like to hit this goal. I was like, wow, okay, that's cool, that's cool. But the studies also show that 150 minutes of moderate activity, such as walking, can lower the risk of heart disease, stroke, improve sleep, help reduce weight gain, and improve bone health. Which I have not 150 heard that minutes one. per day or per, how over what period? Oh, no. 150 minutes of moderate activity. I think it's a week. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here. Here's a quote from an exercise physiologist that says, don't do a lot a little bit, mm-hmm. do a little bit a lot. So don't so, like go run a marathon one day and then sit on your butt the other six days. They say, well, like, oh, I ran a marathon yesterday, so I'm going to eat these baby roos. <laughs> Which I mean, by all means, go for it. But <laughs> if you're training for a marathon and you ran it and then you sat for two days and ate baby roos, I totally get that. But if that's not what you do, then 
you just don't do it. So mm-hmm. we all may be just being a little too obsessed with our 10,000 steps. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm all like, well, dang, I made like 5,000. Who would have thought? Yeah. On a low-key work day, because I had to walk around a fair amount for my job, I probably get 5,500 steps. 5,500. On a busier day, I get closer to 7,000. And if I'm having, you know, super busy day or I'm running around after Daisy all day, that's when I'll get closer to the nine or 10,000. But 10,000 is pretty rare for me these days. I noticed that when I come home and messing, doing all the stuff I need to do with the girls, cooking dinner, this, that, and the other, I can easily like get three or 4,000 steps just at home those last few I, hours. I get shocked at how quickly that adds up in the evening. And I'm like running upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs, mm-hmm. getting, you know, Especially if we're doing one of her favorite activities of just running laps around the sofa in the living room. All right. So let's just, let's be mindful of our fitness and not, it's a good thing to wear a fitness tractor, Mm -hmm. tractor, tractor. (laughs) My Fitbit tractor sexy. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm so pregnant. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. I've reached that point of pregnancy where I feel like my tongue is swollen, so I'm trying to enunciate better because I feel like I sound like this. You got this. I got this. Other than the the sporadic tractors were good. (laughs) So my next story is about that. Now, don't you love stories about older people that have reached like a really ripe old age and then you find out they like they like a pound of bacon a day? Yes, it makes me feel better about all my life decisions. So, because this is kind of a dry podcast right now till we have our babies, mm-hmm. I found the secret to this 97-year-old woman's longevity to her is having 12 to 20 glasses of beer a day. What? Yes. Oh, girl. Her name is Robertine, and her secret is beer. She is Girl, from, your poor liver. She is from Belgium, and she spends her evenings in a local bar near her home and is well-known for ordering the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. Beer. Fitted thousand beers. She has been a regular at the bar for going on 18 years now <laughs> and visits every day except Wednesdays when the bar is closed. And she drinks between 12 and 20. Glasses of beer visit. There have been some occasions... Um, and the article notes that she must have liver of steel, that she mm-hmm. has managed to put down 22 glasses of beer. I will say, though, sometimes in Europe, they don't always do full pints. Sometimes it's more like the 8 or 10 ounce glasses. Yeah. But even assuming that as the best case scenario. But 28 ounces. I mean, do the... <laughs> yeah, that's that's still 10 pints. Yeah. Yes. I bet Robertine's fun to hang out with. I think she is too. They say she's not um, belligerent when she's there. Good. She's not. So she's not an angry drunk. Witnesses have claimed that they, she's perfectly able to hint her alcohol. Of course, Robertine maintains that her daily dose of beer means she doesn't have to take any medication. <laughs> that sounds like some people I know. Um, in the past four years, she has only been ill twice, and allegedly, her doctor says if she can manage. To make the journey to the bar, then there is no reason why she shouldn't continue. <laughs> Get it, girl. And then they note that they sure hope that Robertine's around for her 100th birthday. And if she is 
sure it'll be memorable. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll get many rounds on the house that night. Yes. So, um, and then the article is from RTL Today mm-hmm. website. Uh, they but they they put a disclaimer saying they recommend not exceeding your own limits. Mm-hmm. So don't go slamming. Yeah, this is definitely one of those things where I think this is the exception, not the rule. I love that she goes every day except Wednesdays because the bar's not open. <laughs> You get you get very cozy and very attached to your I'm bar sure Robertine has her own chair. Mm-hmm. That bartender sees her. He already has a fresh cold glass waiting for oh, her hell as soon yeah. as she comes in. Frosted mugs only. And you know, if you're that bar owner, I mean twelve to twenty glasses. Like she goes every night except Wednesday, so six nights a week. Girl. She's what a good customer. What percentage of your retirement have you had to set aside <laughs> for the beer fund? Well, she's in Belgium, so I'm sure they have a nice retirement package for her or something. True. I don't know how it works there. True. Robertine, call us. <laughs> Just could not help it. That was so funny. Did you find any articles about people living a long time and drinking multiple slushies a day? Because I'm really into that right now. No, but I can research that for you if you'd like me to. Lady. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I was like swallowing as you said that. (laughs) What are we talking about today? We're talking about self-care. Self-care. So, if you didn't get it from the fitness tracker mm-hmm. uh, to the 97-year-old woman and schlocking and, her beer. And slinging the beers. Um, we're talking about how to take care of yourself. Yeah. And we touched on bits and pieces of this back when we did our hobbies episode. And I think our postpartum, too, a little bit. Yeah. This this it's definitely... Branches off into many areas because, as we'll probably talk about, it is important for many aspects of your life to yes. take care of yourself. Yes. Yes. And I think you you had requested us do this one because I think as a as a very pregnant mama right now, you probably more than anyone are in desperate need of some really good self-care. I cry a lot at night. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. But I feel like a good cry can also be good self-care than holding it in. That is something that I found of like, you know, if you just need time to go be blue for a while or to go cry and just have that release, you know, do it. I don't mean I cry every night. Sorry. So last week Mm -hmm. I was having one of those. I'm at the end of my pregnancy. I'm tired. I'm done. Uh Why do I have to wait? Yeah. And so I laid in bed. And it was one of those days where... Everything just hurt because we had a busy weekend. So my hands are throbbing. My arms are throbbing. My sciatic nerve is messed up. You've got a lot of painful symptoms to deal with. uh, And um, my husband was working nonstop and just for that time that week. And he and I felt really kind of ignored. Not Mm -hmm. not that he was, but I just felt that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm just crying. I'm like, you don't care. Nobody cares. I move on. And he just, he just laid there and just took it as he was massaging my wrists and my hands, even though I told him, I was like, you don't really want to do it. You don't really want to help me. I was having one of those pity parties. I was like, let me be mad at myself. 
don't want to be pregnant anymore. I was like, Brianna, just be born. Why aren't you here? So that would have been really nice to just forget a bubble bath. It was it, that actually felt really good. The next day, I was like, I'm sorry, I unloaded. He was like, No, you needed to, and it felt really good. Just yeah, being I like, bet. it's so, nice to unload. So. Before we get into, like, recommendations and stuff like that, I found two quotes that I thought were very telling and are kind of just like a good jumping off point. Okay. So, so the first one's from Good Housekeeping, and it says, quote, According to a joint survey done by Healthy Women and Working Mother, 78% of moms report that they put off taking care of their own health because they are too busy looking after their loved ones. When asked to rank the amount of time spent managing the health of various family members, the same moms put them in this order. Kids took the most time, then pets, older relatives, spouses or significant others, and then finally themselves. Seriously, three places behind the family dog. Unquote. Mew. <laughs> My guinea pigs might get a little higher on the totem pole than I do. Aww. I know they're cute, but you got to take care of you. And the second one is from one of your favorite sources, the Huffington Post. I love some Huffington Post. Duh, Huff. (laughs) Um, This is sort of an additional thought going on that same thing. Quote, somehow we've reduced mom's self-care to a day spa visit or a trip to get a mani-pedi, when in actuality, it is the life vest that keeps us afloat. I've spoken with many women from all walks of life about this subject in private, and I know that most of us were never taught anything about creating self-care rituals or the importance of understanding how to incorporate self-care into our daily schedules. We just don't talk about this essential aspect of motherhood. It's not newsworthy until a mother completely blows her top and hurts herself or someone else, unquote. Yeah. So I thought that both of those sort of paint... A good picture of both why it's so important and also what just kind of obstacles we're dealing with. I feel like self-care is almost, it's some, and even I sometimes, it's a little bit of a, like, a buzzword that we laugh at a little bit. Like, oh yeah, I need some self-care, guys. But no, no really, you no, do. No, you do need some self-care. And same, and I admit, I've oftentimes fallen into the trap of, oh, I just need a spa day. That's my self No, that is a form of self-care. But it's it needs to be a daily practice. Yeah, and how and, and, how and monitoring your likely own. are you going to be able to make it to a spa once yeah. a week? It's time, yeah, money, everything, just not always practical. Yeah, and just like everything else, you need to have at least a few minutes in your day every day where you can kind of take stock of your mental, physical, and emotional well being, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. So I approach this with self-care in pregnancy, self-care postpartum. Um, but I also wanted to mention, like, I found just a general article on and anybody who needs to do self-care. So not mm-hmm. just moms. Like, if you're just mm-hmm. an overworked woman or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. One quote that I found, I found this off of the, the healthyplace.com. Self-care is important, but but some people think it's selfish or inconsiderate, and I run across that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. if I talk about, I just want to do something for myself, or I, need, I just want to sit and, like, just watch the show, 
it's like, well, what are the girls doing? Well, what have, it, have you done this? But it's like, they're sitting playing. They're not even noticing that I'm watching the show. Like, can I just watch my TV show? It's are, like, are, so you, are you actively having people say that to you? Or? I've had a few people. I, I know it's an audio medium, but I'm giving Pamela the sideways look right now because I'm kind of coming at it from the point of view of, yeah, everyone says that people give you crap about self-care, but... All the people I've ever talked to about it have just been like, oh, yeah, it's necessary. And I don't know who the naysayers are, if they're of a different generation or just of a different mindset, but... Some of a diff- different generation and some of a different mindset. Yeah, that sucks that those people are making you or feel Or they hear the world word self-care and they feel like that's... Like, it kind of has that connotation mm-hmm. where you get eye rolls and things yeah. like that. But the way that you should actually look at it is, what they say is, when you avoid things that make you feel physically and mentally well, you deplete your confidence and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. It's important to maintain a healthy relationship with yourself, and that's sometimes called self-love. Mm-hmm. Uh, produces positive feelings, which improves confidence and self-esteem, too. And then it goes into, it's actually really important for your family and friends if you have practicing self-care. Mm-hmm. Because they can also learn from you as far as, like, setting up functional boundaries. You do have this need to put them first, but not overextend that. Like, you will mm-hmm. gotta take it back. It's putting healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries place. and eliminate unhealthy relationships. Yes. So. There's that. For any of our listeners that are not moms, self-care is important for you guys, too. Yes. It's important for everybody. We're just putting extra emphasis on the parental portion. So, you want me to get into pregnancy? Yes. All right. So, some self-care ideas for pregnancy. And I know we've joked about this, like resting. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. But no, seriously. Seriously. It says even if you can just take a 20-minute cat nap or laying down and getting off your feet. Mm-hmm. Now, my mom tells me that all the time. She's like, is he home? And I'm like, yeah, he's home. She's like, okay, go in the recliner, put your feet up. <laughs> so she's all about, like, get your feet up. The kids got to go to the bathroom. They can do it on their own. Like, mm-hmm. j- just make, like, just holler for them. Like, just keep your feet up. I mean, not just because of the swelling, but because mm-hmm. it's a way to rest. Yeah. Like, I- a lot of, I mean, I'm that way too. Like I hear people say, get rest. And I just roll my eyes like, when am I going to sleep? Mm-hmm. But it's not so much about sleeping. It's, it's about relaxing resting. your body. I actually saw that on in one resource. Cause one thing I kept seeing over and over again was prioritize sleep. And that includes both just napping or resting during the day, but also get good rest at night. Yes. Yeah. Cause I have been making myself go to sleep earlier and i don't mean go to bed because like i can lay in bed for hours and watch tv or read a book or something here and i'm a night owl so i have been with all my pregnancies and children like up 11 midnight just watch like just because i need that alone time mm-hmm. but, then, but lately i've just been like it's 9 45 i'm gonna take my glasses off and just lay down mm-hmm. and i've told mark i'm like you watch whatever you want to watch if I fall asleep, leave me alone. He's like, oh, you're fine. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And it feels so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even, I mean, maybe an hour to an hour and a half more of sleep. That's a huge difference. But it feels so good. It does. <laughs> and two things I stumbled across in these different things about sleep was, one, invest in the most comfortable bed possible. 
Yes, 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 yes. Yes. It's especially true when you're pregnant because, you know, everything's uncomfortable anyway. Yes, yes. Set yourself up for success and, you know, save up for a while if you have to. Don't go broke getting a nice bed, but invest in one that is not going to give you a sore neck or wake you up because you've got pressure points in your hip or things like that. Um, the other thing, and this is what you made me think of, is that sleep and rest aren't necessarily the same thing. No, they're not. And I, and like I said, I get, I go right to like the sleep put, part of yeah. it. Yeah. Cause you can sleep and wake up not feeling rested. Mm-hmm. And you can lay down, have some quiet time and get up feeling rested, even if you don't necessarily fall asleep. Yes. So for me, rest is more about the quality of it and just, you know, giving yourself time to like turn your brain off and just. Yes, because I remember last week, one of those super hot days, I had, like, the worst headache when we had that super hot spell. Yeah. And I just said, I have this, like, massive, like, around my sinuses headache. Mm-hmm. And I said, y'all, can I just, please, can I just go upstairs and lay down? I am i don't know if I'll sleep or whatever, but I just need to lay down. And the girls wanted to go swim, and they're like, we'll go swim, you go lay down. I ended up falling asleep for over an hour. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. I was gonna just lay down, let it ease up, and then go swim with them. But then uh, they woke me up, and I got up, and I, you know what? I actually had energy to make dinner, mm-hmm. and we ate, and we watched a movie before they went to bed. That's so awesome! I wouldn't have if I had just fought against the headache. Mm-hmm. I would have been so miserable. I had a very similar situation last week too. It was last. Wednesday, and we had some family visiting from out of town. They had just come over, and we were all going to make dinner. And it turned out um, one of the, our visiting relatives is allergic to cats. Uh-oh. And it was one of the days where it was not as hot outside, so we were all just, like, hanging out in the backyard for a couple hours while dinner was cooking. And I had been drinking, you know, a soda instead of water. Mm-hmm. And I think I just got a little bit too hot and a little oh, too yeah. dehydrated. So we went back inside and we had made this delicious seafood boil, like low country mm, boil. Yum, yum. And I could tell I wasn't feeling well because I had no appetite. Yeah. I didn't want to eat any of it. And my stomach was starting to bother me. And we had all these people over at our house. And I'm like, you guys, I'm so sorry, but I think I need to go lay down for a while. And I was like, oh, yeah, go, 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 go. It's cool. Well, I'll get Daisy ready for bed. Everything's fine. Blah, blah, blah. And it was just one of those things where it's like, I could muscle through this, but I'm going to listen to my body and just go lay down for a while. Yeah. And it was a good decision. Yes. Because a couple hours later, I had hydrated. I felt much better. And I had an early bedtime that night. And you didn't puke. No. You know, all of those good things. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, you you take care of you and the fetus. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. So, other than resting... Um, it was saying stay positive. Mm-hmm. I think this is a little geared towards brand new mama mamas. Because mm-hmm. um, they were saying people love telling stories about hard births or horror stories about births. I had a few panic moments during my first pregnancy of like yeah. just imagining worst case scenarios and stuff. And um, it says here it's perfectly acceptable to ask people not to tell you their horror stories. Seek out those that are positive, that, mm-hmm. m- that mirror what you're envisioning. There's no right or wrong way to birth. And each woman will do what is best for her. I think when you were pregnant with Daisy, mm-hmm. I can't remember if 
so we were somehow it got on that subject and like mm-hmm. it came in the group of people we were in and mm-hmm. came around to me and I was like, I'm not sharing. I ain't scaring the crap out of her. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to share. Well, and I tell, I've told lots of people because where I'm working at now, there's several that are, it's their first baby. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so how, oh, you're having a third C-section. Is there some, was there something wrong? But I was like, listen, my situation the first time was one of those out of norm mm-hmm. things. You just communicate with your doctor and hopefully you, your community, your doctor will communicate back well. If not, it sounds scary, but go find a different OB if they won't mm-hmm. do that. But no, I'm not going to share it because this is your first kid. I'm not going to. I'm not going to yes. be that person. If you have more questions about what you should or should not say to a pregnant woman, please see our episodes from the last couple of weeks. <laughs> we will give you an in-depth discussion on this. Just stop saying it. St- stop. Why do you say things? Why do you say things? Just say congratulations and be happy. But yes, I've had a few come up to me and like, oh, well, is it? I'm like, I-, I am an odd situation. Mm-hmm. If you really want to know the story, I'll share it with you. But mm-hmm. there's no, I tell them, I'm, there's no need. Yeah. Because it's probably not going to happen to you. Like, it was one of those odd situations. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they kind of stand there. I'm like, really, I don't have to tell you. No, like, no really, I'm not I, going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Like, I'm not going to scare the absolute yeah. poop out like, of you. I'll show you cute baby pictures from after the fact. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but, you know, after they're born, look how adorable they are. Look how squishy. They're squishy. Or oh. they're little string beans. Oh, my gosh. I was adding little muslin swaddles to the registry today. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get to burrito a little baby up. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to burrito my baby. Baby burrito. Baby burrito. Woo. Oh, hey. <laughs> Sorry. Again, previous episodes, you get to hear my baby so burrito good. song. Um, so get moving is the next kind of mm-hmm. self-care for pregnancy. You do not have to, like, do, like, super, you know, lift weights and junk. But Oh, hell nah. Like a prenatal yoga yoga class is good. Um, it's just it's good. It releases endorphins, keeps your body mm-hmm. fit. Actually, kind of helps you get ready for labor. Anything in a pool or in water, yes, is fantastic. Yes, it says here walking or swimming are very low impact, but also very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know pregnancy can either make body image issues better or worse just depending on your situation some people it's not even a thing at all but if you're comfortable being in a swimsuit and in the water during your pregnancy yeah it's it's easy on your joints it can take some pressure off your back for a little while and things like that it's awesome yeah i don't like being in a swimsuit but i get in it because being weightless mm-hmm. feels so damn good it's so good and this was I didn't even plan this. This was my version of self-care a few weeks ago. I was getting ready to leave for the our family reunion, which lasts like a couple weeks. And none of my swimsuits were fitting well. Some of them were too big. Some of them were technically the right size, but like boobs were flopping out all their place. And I'm like, I don't feel good in these. I want to go and actually invest in a couple swimsuits that fit me and that I feel good in. And so I went out and got ones. I think only one of them is actually a maternity one, but the other one is built for for curvier ladies, so it works. (laughs) And I got so many compliments on them, and I felt so good in them. Well, you needed to do that. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, this was a good way for me to feel good about myself and to not 
dread being in a bathing suit, but being like, oh, I get to go show up my little baby bump. Yeah. And back to the list. So yes. another good way of um, self-care for pregnancy. And I have some other, like, things that you can do for inner care and outer care, too. Mm-hmm. And I'll touch on that. But this is, like, to help while you're in your pregnancy. But mm-hmm. to eat right and stay hydrated, obviously. Of course, everyone, we like to turn to our caffeinated drinks and sugary food. Hello, slushies. Yes, please. But dehydration can cause fatigue, so it's important to stay hydrated with lots of water. I do have a glass of water beside the <coughs> slushy. Maybe some trail mix, dried fruit, protein bar, like that kind of gives or keeps your energy up to mm-hmm. keep going. And then it says seek help if needed. Yes. Is another self-care. So... I like what this snippet says because I know, I, I know how this feels. Pregnancy is often touted as a happy, magical time, but a number of women experience prenatal depression or anxiety. Yes. These aren't things that you can just get over or a normal part of pregnancy. These are serious illnesses that can interfere with your health and pregnancy. It's not a sign of weakness to get help if you're concerned or simply feel off. Talk with your partner, family, or midwife about your concerns. Mm-hmm. Seek out a counselor or support group if necessary. And these are the kinds of things that can potentially get worse after the baby is born. You're having all those additional hormone fluctuations. So the earlier you address it, the better you'll be for months if not years on end and i think i addressed my issues several episodes back but i went to see my psychiatrist we had been trying to get me off my meds right before i give birth and then Mm -hmm. i would just hop right back on and i just looked at her and was like no i can't do it Mm -hmm. and she's like okay and she asked me for reasons not that she was against me Uh she was happy that i recognized it i said well Having some talks with my husband, and my husband's like, I don't think you need to go off of it. Like, mm-hmm. he, it's okay to cry it out every once in a while, but he was worried about just a complete emotional shutdown. Mm-hmm. And I do have, like, the whole body issue pregnant. I, as I tell people, this is something I have to do mm-hmm. in order to have my children. Yeah. But I look in the mirror every day, and I don't see Mother Earth Goddess. I look in the mirror every day, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'm Shamu. I'm a short Shamu. I'm like Charlie the Tuna, but very pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hate that that's what you see, because I really do see Mother Earth goddess. Uh-uh, but no, again, it's sweat. But, but yeah, our... No, my eyes our, don't our, see that. Our own perceptions, while they shouldn't control us, they do need to be addressed if they are harmful, especially. Yes, and it was bad when I was with Sabrina and Aurora, because... If I wasn't working Mm -hmm. and I wasn't, the times I could go to the gym and work out, then I would just be stuck at home Mm because I didn't want to be seen. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fine. I I made it through. Yeah. So let's talk about some inner Mm self-care, unless you have some tips. No, go ahead. Okay. So here's some easy, low-budget, or even free things you can do. Yes. Number one, make a date for yourself. This is inner Mm self-care. So meaning you are going to spend an hour alone doing something that nourishes you, Mm -hmm. not work on things off your to-do list. Um, So that could be reading. Maybe you have a hobby. Maybe you are hanging out, like walking around your neighborhood, or you like to join a book club. Meditate. Yeah, any of that stuff. Yeah. 
sleeping is a favorite hobby of mine. <laughs> Meditates on here. Praise yourself when you do something awesome. And I know that's something we all have trouble doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it. And I do it kind of in a joking way, but still. Yeah. Uh, read a book or a movie that you enjoy. Maybe you've watched it 5,000 times. Who cares? It makes you laugh. For some reason, I've uh, been like rewatching stuff or rereading stuff. For some reason, I've had the movie Old Yeller in my head for the last two days. I'm like, I need to go look that up and have a good cry. Wow. It's such a good movie. Are we going to be like Phoebe and like turn it off? He's well. No, I like the catharsis. This makes me sound evil, but I like the catharsis at the end because it's such a well-made movie, even though it's super sad at the end. Spoiler alert. (laughs) If you've never never heard of Old Yeller. Happy family gets a dog. Frontier fun. (laughs) He doesn't have rabies. He has babies. He has babies. That's what my mom said. (laughs) And the vet comes and gives him a shot and he's all better. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, I totally interrupted. Um, Paint or write something that gets out your creative energy, if that is. Unplug from electronics. Have like an unplug evening or day. I'm so bad about doing that, but it makes such a difference when I do. Um, Another thing is journaling, which I will get into that when people are like, when I have a new baby, I won't have time to journal. I've got got Mm -hmm. a little solution I found for that. Learn something new. Maybe do some research into something that you want to learn to do. Start a podcast. Yeah. Take a quick nap. So Sarah's tip is true. Sleep is good. Sleep. Treat yourself. Only 10 to 20 minutes can reduce your sleep, sleep, sleep mm-hmm. debt and leave you ready for action. So I'm not, I'm still learning mindfulness mm-hmm. and like connecting with yourself, mm-hmm. maybe prayer, meditation, all that stuff. So that's inner self care. So outer care. Eat something you enjoy. Not, I mean, and they're not saying, like, go eat a baby Ruth, but, you know, it could be anything that you enjoy. There are some days when, like... Treat yourself. Damn it, I really want an apple. And for some reason, an apple is, like, the best tasting yes. thing ever. So, go eat that if that's yes. what you want. Have a long bath or shower. Just sit around in your bathrobe. Like, read mm-hmm. a magazine. Like, don't push yourself. Um, do just one thing because it makes you happy. I have sort of a similar one to that. To that. It's okay. Find something to savor every day. Ooh. Whether that's whatever dessert you're eating, your shower time, even if it's just like that quiet time when you're walking to your car at the end of the workday, pick one thing each day that you're going to just enjoy every second of it, no matter what it is. It's kind of a, a way of mindfulness of like, don't just plow through stuff. Find moments to really be like, all right, I'm just going to be here yes. for a moment. And then here is like a mini declutter, but mm-hmm. they're talking about from your closet. So go in, find three things from your closet you don't normally wear, or even like some old backpacks or purses or something, you know, recycle them, get rid of them. I can already think of three things off the top of my head right now. I'm like, oh yeah, that would not be hard. Yeah. Some other outer self-care is help someone. Like helping someone can also make yourself feel uh-huh. good. Uh, stretching. Yes. Um, run or walk for a few minutes. Touch a pet, like love on a pet. If you don't mm-hmm. have one, you can always volunteer at the animal shelter. To There's just a reason love on why animals. It's true that people with pets do tend to live longer. Yes. And that's because pets are good for your stress level. And I love my bud bud because uh-huh. he snuggles. And he gave peach. 
Sorry, they got their baby wipe bath yesterday, so they Aww. just love me. I cleaned their cage and wiped them down. You're so and- soft. Yes. But it's just really struggle because their bellies stink, and I'm trying to, like, get their bellies <laughs> cleaned off, and they're wiggling. And I'm like, I don't want to drop you. And so then... I let go of them, and they, like, end up on my shoulder, and they're, like, all in my ear oh. sniffing me. And I'm like, I love you, too, but... But you stink. I had to get your belly. Your belly stunk. Um, <laughs> I like this. So pick something out of your out of your clothes that make that feels great against your skin. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe it's a dress. Maybe it's a shirt or something. Just kind of give yourself some comfort. That was a huge thing for me when I was pregnant with Daisy because I had the crazy itching skin going on for a couple of months. I can't even. My skin was so sensitive. Like, I couldn't wear denim. I couldn't wear, like, all these things. So I was like, thank God for LuLaRoe because everything was so soft and it was, like, the best option. Yeah, it's like, if it's not that, then Terry Cloth, like, there's not too much that you could wear. No. That wouldn't rub. Everything. It was miserable. I bet. Um, use lotion or a product that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. For me, that would be my hair curling cream because it makes my hair not look like a poodle. Can I also include special time massage oils? Yeah. Go on with yourself, Sarah. <laughs> I'll be right back, you guys. <laughs> I'm eight days away from having a baby. Ain't nothing happening with there. You're like, I'm good. I'm good. Lady Town's closed down right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, except for the doctors poking and prodding. Although, girl, I've moved into the phase where I've been having the really vivid dreams. Whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, every night I have, like, really vivid dream sequences. Uh-huh. And every once in a while, that includes a really sexy dream, and I'm, like, super horny for the next two days. So let me just, this might be a little TMI, but... I've been having, the, I have those dreams all through the pregnancy, mm-hmm. but it's just bad now because everything hurts, uh-huh. and so I am two months frustrated. <laughs> like, I'm frustrated, but I also want no one to touch me. Yes, and then I know I have another six weeks of frustration. <laughs> yes. So by the time it comes around, my husband's going to be pretty dang happy. <laughs> I'm going to be like, just go and sit. So I should keep all images of Bradley Cooper at a distance from you in the meantime. Any Don't bl- throw any fuel any, on the fire. Any, no Harrison Ford. <laughs> no Matthew McConaughey. No Woody Harrelson. You're evil. Shut up. I'm sorry. Okay, so lastly, spend some time with friends. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And once you've had special private time, go hang out with your friends. (laughs) Anybody that'll lift you up. (laughs) Lift you up high. Okay, so do you have anything else before I move into new moms and postpartum? Mine kind of is sort of broad spectrum. I admit some things that I, some things with self-care I think can be either a little cheesy or just so overdone that we're like, yeah, 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 I know I can do a spa day. Yeah, 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 I know I can take a bath, that kind of thing. So I... I was looking through and trying to find ones that were genuinely new to me. Yes. Or or that I thought, huh, oh, that's cool. I could actually go implement that right now. I'll throw out just a couple ones that I found. Um, this sort of goes back to one of the quotes that I gave at the very beginning, which is, keep up with all your annual doctor's appointments, whether that's, you know, your physical, the dentist, everything. Because mm-hmm. that's one of those things where we tend to put those things off sometimes, but would you like your kids get their doctor's appointments? Hell no. So don't skip yours either. And they recommended just sit down 
at the beginning of the year and go ahead and schedule everything. You spend one afternoon on the phone with all the, mm-hmm. doing all the annoying scheduling, and then you never have to worry about it for the rest of the year. Um, another overall thing is use your family as an outlet for joy and gratitude, not just stress. I'm definitely guilty of, as much as I love my family, I sometimes only think about the things I have to get Ew. done or the, oh, when I get Daisy home in the evening, she's probably going to be cranky. And, so, and instead of being like, I get to spend two hours with my daughter this evening when she gets home and that kind of thing. And it's sort of about like, you know, check where your mindset is at yes. and frame the, your family in as pod- positive a light as possible. And I'll get to some of these other ones as, as we go along because I think they'll fit in nicely with some of your stuff. Okay. So I found this one list, and this one just says for, like, new moms, but I think it's good for any expecting mom, whether you're having mm-hmm. your first or your third or your tenth. Lord help you. So many babies. Though there is one really good quote to go with the two quotes that you started off with. Mm-hmm. This is from the What to Expect When You're Expecting website. So from a licensed social worker, uh... She says, culturally, culturally, we tend to have a, dis, a disproportionate relationship where the bigger the baby bump, the less the woman seems visible, which sets up a model where the emphasis exclusively on the baby to the detriment of the mother. So really, the more that you love yourself, you're giving your baby a little more love, too. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound weird? No, that totally makes sense. And okay. I think I've heard a similar quote to that before because it just... It's so true. Like once if, you once you say it like if that, if mom if mom is tired and burnt out and mad and just frustrated, frustrated, doesn't give a crap anymore, how is she expected to show the energy and love and pos- positivity mm-hmm. and all of that stuff to her kids? Yeah. All right. So remember when I said journaling? Mm-hmm. So it, this I I might keep this in mind. Start a one line journal. Okay. So it's been well documented that journaling may help ease anxiety and depression. But, of course, when you have a newborn who has the time to, like, ramble on for pages. Right. So instead, do a one-line journal where each day you scribble down one line about whatever you're feeling at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it gives an emotional release. Um, you don't have to say you're feeling spectacular. You can let out any kind of frustration. Uh, this it's quoted here often during the postpartum period women feel out of control this one line journal gives her a moment to feel like she has some sort of anchor mm-hmm. that makes sense if you have more time to jot down that's good but if you don't you have a way of expressing yourself without like beating yourself up for not journaling for 30 minutes or I something think, i think that might be a good thing for me to try because i like the idea of journaling but I don't necessarily look forward to, you know, sitting down and writing for long periods of time. I don't know if I have the patience for it, but a one or two line entry could probably be. Hmm, I have to try that. I love journaling. Um, for me, it's more of time. Uh-huh. And so I've, I've begun making, like, lists. Mm-hmm. I find, like, little templates on Pinterest of the top ten things that brought me joy today. Things like that. Yeah. Instead of, like, pages and pages of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I have time for. Yeah. Um, but I think the one line is good because I know that first, like, I'm just going to throw it out there, six, seven weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what day is it? What's happening? 
Sorry, of, my <laughs> sort of a similar format is I love. I also like the idea of doing gratitude journals. Yes, or same thing. It could just be like a quick bulleted list of these are the things that I'm grateful for today, and that doesn't take a whole lot of thought, but it can help sort of slow you down and center you, and just sort yeah. of be like, okay, today was stressful, but these are things that we're still good and, and that I'm grateful for. And most of the time we're home alone during mm-hmm. the postpartum period. So this gives us an yeah. outlet yes. to go to when we just need, and you don't have to beat yourself up because you didn't spend 10 minutes meditating and writing. You, mm-hmm. you wrote down, I'm pissed off cause this happened. And yeah. And I mean, I think back to all the time I spent on social media when I was on maternity leave and, like, I could have used a tiny fraction of that to do any number of these journaling or mindfulness activities. Well, that's funny you brought that up, because number two is power down your electronics. Yes. And it says here, while it may be awful convenient when you're nursing, and FYI, even when you're bottle feeding every two to three hours mm-hmm. to pass the time, they were saying these precious minutes could be better spent. Um, One way to reclaim the little time we have is to turn off electronics and instead use a few minutes of that time to turn the attention inward. Mm -hmm. Put down your phone, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and bring yourself to the present. While you're at it, you can engage in some positive self-talk like, I'm beautiful, my body's beautiful, this day is beautiful, Mm -hmm. something like that. Next, another thing that we've said several times, go for a walk. So they release the feel-good endorphins. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, after giving birth, you're probably not up to doing it, um, or hitting the gym. Um, but once you're cleared for physical activity, which happens around six weeks postpartum, which FYI, when you have a C-section, they want you to at least do some light walking Mm -hmm. because it actually gets your abdomen muscles back on track. And, but make a point to, to go for a walk on a daily basis. And I like this quote. You'll be reminded there's a world beyond the walls of the nursery. Yes. <laughs> You'll also have exposure to sunlight and vitamin D and will get your body moving. Just 20 to 30 minutes of moderate walking can be enough to boost um, your mood mm-hmm. and release the endorphins. And another reason walking is great is because you can do it with or without your baby. Yes. So if, you know, husband or mom or somebody's mm-hmm. over, you can get a friend and just go for a walk mm-hmm. and not feel so isolated because yeah. new baby time is very isolating. Yeah, and I I especially felt that with Daisy. And again, I'm sure most mothers feel this when there's a new baby at home. But she was born in the middle of winter, and it was during one of the coldest winters that we've had in the area in a it long time. Cold. And I think it's different when you live in an area <laughs> that's always that cold. Like, you have the right gear both for you and for baby to be able to go out out on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to take her out in it. You felt a little shut up. Yeah. And I think too, now looking back, I also had a lot of anxiety then about like the act of going out with a tiny little baby, like and all the logistics involved in that was sort of paralyzing at times. Yes. And so just the cold made that even more, so I understand. Yeah. So yeah. it's, but then when you finally do get out, you're like, ah, sunlight. <laughs> yes. I understand that. But from the summer perspective, but mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Cause you have the heat to deal with. Yes. So I'm like, I want to keep them covered, but if I, 
You know, gone are the days where you're supposed to put layers on your kid. Like, if it's hot outside, the onesie and little sock booties is enough for them. It's fine. It's fine. They don't need three blankets. Mm -mm. Because babies can't self-regulate their temperature. And babies can and do get overheated. They can. All right. So, here's another great self-care for postpartum. And I need to tell myself this because I am horrible about this personally. Delegate tasks. Oh, same. I will try to help you do that when I come visit you and little nugget. Ditto. You always have to tell me, Sarah, sit down. (laughs) Well, I'm one of those people, I'm like, I see people starting to do stuff, and I'll say, no, you don't have to do that for me. You don't have to. And then I'm just sitting there going, like, in the back of my mind, my normal, quote unquote, or as I like to joke, the the drug voice kicks in and goes, shut up, Pamela, and let them do it. (laughs) Let them help you. You are stressed and you are tired. Shut up. <laughs> so, and I just kind of give up and I'm like, it's so sweet of you to do that for me. We just need the practice saying, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's so sweet of you to do that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. It's like, I, I, and I, you know, it sounds so silly when I play it back in my mind or just talking to you now, mm-hmm. how, how many times I tell people you don't have to. And it's like, they wouldn't be there if they yeah. didn't want to do it for me. Like, no one has to help right. you. And think of how many times you've offered help to someone else, and they're like, no, no, you're good. And you're kind of like, I really want to help, and I have, I have nowhere to expend this helpful energy. And so it's actually like... Well, that's why those few <laughs> better times... Better when you say yes. When you had, like, your ups and down waves, and you were texting me, and I was like, do I need to come over? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to tell me if I need to come over, or I'll just show up. Like, mm-hmm. you know I'll just show up, right? <laughs> you were like, I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, nope, nope, you need me to show up? I can show up. I've done that to several people. I'm like, I need to, sh- you need me to come over? I can, I can drop the girls you off somewhere. You were very good in that situation. I was like, like, all your instincts are, like, spot on for <laughs> like, that. I, I'm like, the, I can bring the girls over and tell them to be quiet. Like, just. <laughs> Girl, shut up. Like, go look in the corner. Go fiddle with the cat. Just don't get scratched. <laughs> Go terrorize Scooby. <laughs> Go terrorize Scooby. <laughs> Love roar. Get it! Get it! Ah! I think poor Scooby is still recovering. <laughs> I really thought he was going to like poop on the floor that last time when she she was like, he went hiding. And then I guess she was quiet for a minute and he came downstairs and she was like, get it! And he was like, oh. <gasps> and Sabrina's like, don't do that. He'll scratch you. He's getting mad. He's getting mad. She's like, no. He isn't tough enough anyways. She's just used to Buddy just laying there like, just beat me up. Why'd this might as well happen? Um, so another one again, mindful eating. But this is really important, like postpartum. And not just if you're mm-hmm. nursing, but like nutrition-dense foods. Yeah. You're also burning help. the candle at both ends, so you just need to replenish your body. Yeah. I mean, you need the protein. You need the complex carbs before the energy. Because, mm-hmm. yes, you're napping when you can with the baby but also we always talk about new mommy brain or pregnancy brain and it's just yes. because your body's nutrients has been depleted mm-hmm. so just try to have some good snacks around mm-hmm. and keep taking your vitamins yeah i'm bad about that i'll be like three weeks out and then i'm like i don't want to take these anymore and i realized that that's really stupid <laughs> And I've probably messed myself up physically for doing that. So now, because I'm like, well, I'm not nursing, so there's no point. But you need them. Yeah. Again, it was stupid decisions. Treat yourself. So I'm going to take them through at least the eight-week period of my healing. Mm -hmm. And then I will ask 
do I need to come off of them or do I need to keep taking them? Good job. Good decisions. Instead of being like, it's one more pill and I'm tired of taking it. The little nugget's out. So. <laughs> little baby's over there. It's She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> All right. So here's one that I thought was interesting. Multitask in the bathroom. Um, there are too many snarky comments I can make right now, so I'll let you just go ahead. Hold for comments. <laughs> so it's saying like if you're if you sadly have to get a sits bath mm-hmm. for your recovery, yeah. Maybe listen to your podcast while you're sitting in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe do some mindfulness meditation or read a ma- magazine. Um, put some of that plinky plunky spa music on in the background and dim the lights. Put some Enya on. All way, all way. Whatever her song is. You know yes. what I'm talking about. All way, away. Sorry. I oh. love your Enya impersonation. <laughs> all I can think about is that that commercial, and I can't think what it is. I think it's like a cleaning commercial. Why There is one that was in there. Isn't there one that's like, Uma way away? Sail away, sail away, <laughs> sail it. away. Uma way, 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 way. I'll record a remix for you to listen to. <laughs> This is so relaxing, isn't it? (laughs) You're welcome. Anyway, or there's also other ideas where you can take just a few minutes to apply like a calming lavender scented lotion. Just you're in there already trying to take a quick shower. Why don't you like just do one tiny little extra something Mm -hmm. to make you feel kind of like, oh, I feel better Mm kind of thing. I remember when I was about eight or nine months pregnant. It's back when, again, the itchy skin, so I had to moisturize for that. But then also I was starting to get the stretch marks on the tummy, so I had to you know, put the, the belly butter on every day. I really did feel like I was having to, like, butter myself up like a Thanksgiving turkey every day after getting out of the <laughs> you shower. Slicked up. I had to slick myself down. Reminds me of us doing that bad parenting advice where they're talking about yes. rub your baby down in lard. I was the lard baby. <laughs> For like a month and a half. Note to self, maybe if the pups come with this one, you uh-huh. need to rub you with some lard. <laughs> Almost smells try some, so bad. Try some Crisco as you slide around. <laughs> I won't be able to pick up Daisy. She'll just slide right off of me. <laughs> she might like that. Again, again, mama, again. Oh, can oh, I just dear. ask, did the belly butter, like, I tried everything, and I have stretch marks. Mm-hmm. But then again, I have a very short torso, so. My stretch marks didn't kick in until pretty late in the process. And again, I think it's probably because I have a longer torso and more give. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I forget what kind it is. It's it's something that my sister-in-law got for me. It's just some kind of organic belly balm stuff that no, she. No, I've literally tried everything. Yeah. And. I think it helped. If nothing else, it helped with the dryness that comes with it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I apply just regular lotion now. Because by the third one, I'm like, I already look like a tiger, so. <laughs> and toy like a tiger. <laughs> I, I look quite like a tiger, just a purple tiger. Mm-hmm. And I, I continued applying it for probably a couple weeks after, after giving birth just to, like, help us look just on some of the, like, the worst-looking areas. And, again, I don't know if it actually helped, but it made me feel like I was doing something. Well, that's nice. Well, whatever makes you feel good. Yeah. 
And lastly, allow yourself to feel your feelings, but get help if needed. Yes, feel your feelings. Um, so one key thing here is you have, like, your body has gone through an actual physical trauma. Now, I know we're always like, birth is the most awesome gift, and it is, but it's also but physical it's, trauma. It is, it is literally physical trauma. Um, and also a momentous life change. So you're allowed to give yourself permission to experience whatever emotion you're feeling. No judgment. If you're sad, angry, mm-hmm. resentful, it's okay. As long as it doesn't get, like, too out of hand. Yeah, you don't want to push it all down to the point where you get explosive with someone or yourself or yeah anything. You want to always try to be able to handle it in a healthy way. But that can still mean feeling it. So, because of that... And I know if you go way back into our beginning episodes, we talked about postpartum depression. But just Mm -hmm. as a quick highlight, if you are a new mom or if you do experience this after you give birth where you're chronically sad for more than two weeks at a time, it's not necessarily the baby blues. Um, It could even last up from six months Mm -hmm. to a year afterwards. Some some physicians even say up to 18 months. And sometimes it's not even necessarily sadness. It can just be like... Don't have energy, don't yeah. have interest in things you used to have interest in. Yeah. And just, yeah. yeah. Some other ones being tearful, irritability, losing interest in activities that you once enjoyed, eating more or less, feelings of worthlessness, obsessive thoughts or behaviors. Um, there's lots of other things. For me, anxiety was one of the things yeah, that I, some- I really caught on to. That was my issue. There's lots out there. If something just feels off... Or if your partner or spouse says, hey, not really being yourself since the baby's been born. Right. Why don't we go get it checked out? And that's not meant to be a judgment call. That's that's a save your life and call. And just like anything else, just go and you know what? They might say you're fine, but then you know. And if you go and you're not fine, then you can get help. You've got someone there who can help make it better. Yes. And they do want to make it better. Mm-hmm. That being said, I also found this really nifty checklist, but it's a self-care checklist for new mamas. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I, so this is something to help you during a day. Remember some of these key tips that we came up with. I'm just Mm going to run through a couple of them. I will aim to take a hot shower or a bath today or tonight. Mm -hmm. I will eat at least one nourishing meal while sitting down at a table. (laughs) And people are going to laugh if they first hear that and they don't have their baby yet. And it's like, no, you just wait. For me, I'd be like, (laughs) sit down at a table and or laying on the sofa. (laughs) Keep myself hydrated through the day. Yes. Um, I'll try to make myself try to laugh or call a friend or something. I will move my body. Uh, you know, again, to get the endorphins and stuff. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the weight loss. You notice we didn't even bring any of that up. Mm-mm. So many people harp on that, or at least around when me. When are you going to try to get your body back? Did, well, this is my response. This is my body. Hell yes. This, this is my body now. Hell yes. I just had two babies. This is, I just had two babies and I'm having a third one. This is my body now. Mm-hmm. Stop being greedy. Yeah, I just found bigger pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bigger. I will connect with my partner or spouse about something other than the baby. Yes. Because that can be... And that's hard yeah. to do because I've compared having a little tiny baby to almost like running a family business together. <laughs> yeah. It's... 
it's always what you're talking about, and it's hard to just set that aside and talk about other stuff sometimes. So it's, yeah, like, put the business talk aside, as it were, and just, you know, connect with each other. I totally giggled, because between having two kids already and our own business... Mm -hmm. Your business is growing. It's very hard to not talk about either his business or the kids and Mm -hmm. have something else. But this could be just a very thoughtful text to them. Just a hug or a kiss. Maybe share, like, a glass of wine or a beer or something after they go to bed and just, like, watch a movie. Mm-hmm. My parents had our girls as a trial run before baby, mainly for Aurora. And I was like, I have just so much to do. And he's like, let's watch a movie. Mm-hmm. So we put a movie on Netflix. I'm like, okay, I'll watch a little bit of it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some stuff. And he's like, okay, whatever. I end up watching the movie with him and we're good. laughing and we needed a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Also, from the checklist, I'll do something special for my day to make me feel special or maybe give me some inner joy. Mm -hmm. Um, I will honor my body's needs if it's for sleep by letting the cleaning go or the laundry go or Mm -hmm. cooking or whatever. So as, as you hear this, if it's hard for you to do these things, just remember you wouldn't deprive your child of eating healthy food, moving their body, getting enough sleep, playing with friends, drawing, painting, reading, exploring, any of those things. So why are you depriving yourself? Right. Self-care isn't selfish. It is the belief that you are worthy of a health, healthy and joyful life. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'll put that link because I need, I need this checklist too because I yes. am beyond terrible at at least like i definitely have to have a hot shower or i'm gonna be a grumpy goose like mm-hmm. i gotta feel clean at least some point of the day i think that this is i think one symptom that's still left over even though i'm on medication for my anxiety is showers even though i feel amazing afterward the idea of showering beforehand it feels like a chore yeah. Instead of, ooh, I get to go take a nice shower now. Yeah. I don't know why. And so there are days, even now, when I have plenty of time to do it, where I'm like, Sarah, just go take a freaking shower. It's fine. Are you busy doing other things and you just don't want to stop? No. no it's, it's just that getting yourself going. Yeah. And also, I'm, I've am i never really been a morning person. I'm not either. So... I don't know. And I'm hoping that that'll be something that just kind of goes away in time. And I'm aware of it. So I check it. I'm like, Sarah, you can't go like four days in a row with no shower. That nasty. (laughs) For me, the biggest things on the list is remembering to stay hydrated and like Mm -hmm. laughing and just doing something to make me happy. And then the connecting with my partner other than the kids. Because me and him, we still like talk about the kids a lot Mm -hmm. or run through our schedules and... Um, sometimes it's just hard to not have a side chat about just something random. Sometimes I find like a really funny, like animal video and I'm like, well, watch this with me. And we're like laughing. Yeah. That that's, we did that a lot when I, when I was still at home with Daisy, Matt and I would send funny videos to each other. And that was like our way of kind of having some levity throughout the day. When I had Aurora's when gifts became a thing like on the <laughs> phone like you could actually send them so i would send him some of those like because she would just be puking and barfing and i'd be like the slime on the nickelodeon kids and stuff and be like it's another gusher <laughs> and he's just like oh i'm so sorry <laughs> like when you get home she's all yours yay, yay. <laughs> hopefully this one won't have reflux don't have reflux please don't have reflux don't do it baby um, can I do a few just general Absolutely. tips for mamas in general? Yes. Or actually, anybody? 
One that's been important for me is I always feel much better about myself when I actually take those few minutes to like put myself together for the day. So one of the tips was don't ignore your beauty routine. Just simplify it. Mm-hmm. So number one, find a hairstyle that's easy to manage. Check. <laughs> yep. One, whether that's one that you just throw some mousse in when it's wet and then you're done. Or if you can whip it up into a ponytail or a bun like I do a lot of the time. That makes it my fantastic. Paul Mitchell's curling cream has yes. changed my life. Yes, girl. Yeah. And as I say on the show, What Not to Wear... Create a five-minute face uh, makeup routine. Yes. Yes. I didn't put any makeup on today, but usually it's about five minutes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I put on my Tinson moisturizer after I get out of the shower, and then I've got a little bit of lip color, and then if I curl my eyelashes and put on some mascara, that's like, that makes me feel like a whole new woman. I've got other stuff I do, too, when I'm like feeling more fancy, but... Especially during the summer when we've already got a little bit extra color anyway. Yeah. I feel like not as much as well, needed. Well, you, you have extra color. <laughs> Us peachy people. Some people have color. I just get a lot of freckles, so it makes me look really Sure. Really okay. So there's that. I actually have an interactive activity that I want us to try. Okay. Have you ever given yourself like a 90-second face massage? 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 Now my tongue is getting swollen too. Face massage. No. So there, there are things that you can look up and like, if you have oily skin, like I do sometimes, you can like put gloves on or, or socks on your hands before you do it. But try doing this either first thing in the morning or right before bedtime. A quick facial massage releases tension and improves circulation. And this article recommended to focus on your chin, under your cheekbones, nasal labial fold is that like right up here by your nose i guess i don't know that right here um, temples and between the eyebrows so your, that whoops sorry your lit your fault like oh, right your ash- here no oh, okay. it's like right here i'll say but ooh, if i rub like right in the middle yeah the middle always feels good to me or like if i do my cheeks for a second we're rubbing our for me fish. it's my temples like if i just do that for a few seconds i can already feel just I didn't even know my face was tense. I actually just do this because I'm frustrated. <laughs> Why <Well, I> too? <laughs> and this sounds super I'm cheesy, but like it totally it. works. Matt and I will come up to each other and like rub each other's ears like like you do to a dog almost. No, my husband loves that. Mark loves oh. that. He loves his ears rubbed. I can like literally just feel the stress going. <sighs> so, when in doubt, massage something. <coughs> I swear I can breathe. <laughs> <coughs> Feels so good, I'm dying. Um, <laughs> last thing on my list is splurge on self-care items that can be used over and over again. The example they give is getting a nice espresso machine that you can use to make delicious cappuccinos whenever you want. Mm. As opposed to, you know, I love a good mani-pedi, but, you know, it only lasts as long as it lasts. I like my Keurig. I also think of, like, all those little massage things you can get at the Brookstone stores. Yes. Not cheap, but if you have it. If you can figure out, oh, I really want a foot massager thing or My a My mom has one. an awesome foot massager thing for mm-hmm. her feet. So it, they're circles with mm-hmm. these little beads on them, mm-hmm. but they you can also turn a heater on. Oh. So as it's like circulating and like beating the mess mm-hmm. out of your foot, you could turn the heat on and it like mm-hmm. it's, it's good in the wintertime. Like when it's February around here, it's cold for our standards. So yeah. it feels good. And that's all I have on my list. Yes. I did lots of lots of research for this because mm-hmm. I'm going to need some self-care. 
Mm-hmm. Or at least some reminding of self-care. Yeah. And we're, well, as usual, we'll put all of our resources and stuff for yes. this in the show notes. So yes, if yes. you want to go and find even more things, there are plenty of resources out there. And all these things, just like everything else we talk about, it sounds like a lot. You're not meant to do all these things. What these sounds are, good to you? The, yes, exactly. These are lots of different options that you can sift through and figure out what makes the most sense for you. Yes. This is one of those topics we could probably talk for another two hours on, but are there any remaining thoughts or favorite things on your list that you want to leave people with? Um, I'm just, ho- since I've had two kids, and this is my third, mm-hmm. I'm looking back at the last postpartum times and, like, lessons learned, I guess. Yeah. So, this time around, if there is reflux, I'm not going to let it wait till I'm almost about to go back to work before mm-hmm. I push the doctors to give her something mm-hmm. and try different formula. I'm not going to spend as much time on electronics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just try to find that inner joy. And not- Sarah and Daisy are going to come visit. I know. And there's not going to... And there's... I mean, not that... Not that the other two were wrong. Mm-hmm. It was just a different experience. Girl, I'm so excited for you and your family to be growing. I'm excited, too. I think next time that we check in on the podcast... I'll you, have a baby. There'll be a fifth member of the family. Baby, baby. There's a baby. I gotta get my arm muscles. I don't know how all mothers don't, especially of newborn babies, don't have the most beautiful jacked arms ever. Because no matter what, it just seems like they're always being used. And yet I'm like, like, why do I have to love flab? Yeah, and I don't get it because the average baby is like seven to eight pounds, which doesn't seem heavy, but toting that thing around all day. Oh gosh, and your upper back muscles just get like, <laughs> yeah, so bad. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pimmel Walker Dees. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Our theme music is by Yov Aliagon. Be sure to check out the Motherhood on Tap page on Facebook. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to get the word out about the show. You can subscribe and follow Motherhood on Tap on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other podcast apps. If you have questions or funny stories, you can email us at motherhoodontap at gmail.com. Partner with us on Patreon.com for special bonus episodes and help keep this podcast and the two of us in business. Till next next time. time.